Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting with views not heard in the news. The International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personal life journeys, revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. Well, here's to a great week as we nestle in a super way to empower your skills on every level. Our guest, Karen Ashley, shares a high-class way of pulling up one's intuition, no matter what age you are. I'm talking about youngsters, too. This upcoming event that Karen will be sharing with us is a summer camp conference for the West Coast Dowsers, and it begins on Friday, July the 1st, and continues through July the 5th, at the University of California in Santa Cruz, California. This camp conference for dowsers is being held among the wisdom of the redwood trees. How fun is that? And everyone will become involved with exploring anything you would like to explore. What a great getaway for the entire family. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show. I'm Taz. And I'm Paula. Well, one might ask, what's up in West Coast Dowsing? What is this all about? Well, the West Coast Dowsers Conference is a place where dowsers and kindred seekers come together to learn, share, and discover how powerful this technique is. And you do not have to be a dowser to learn and benefit from the conference. There's something for everyone. And let me tell you, I went to the conference a few years back, and I had a blast. It's just a wonderful get-together and so much knowledge there. Well, Karen, welcome to our show. We've got a lot to talk about. Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, maybe people out there that's listening to our show right now may not know what dowsing is. Do you want to explain that? Dowsing is actually something everybody knows how to do. And if you don't think you know how to do it, uh, come to the conference and you'll find out. But what it is, is it's a readout using a device from your intuition. So it's like intuition in motion. And you can use just about any device. Traditionally, it's been known as water witching, uh, searching for water and looking for water because our bodies have resonance with the water in the earth. And so ancient times and dowsing has always been a part of us. So it's in our cellular memory. It's, it's in our bodies to know how to douse. And once you learn how to douse, um, you know how to access higher consciousness. It's a way of accessing higher consciousness. And it's very easy to learn. And so we teach that as a gateway to intuition, higher consciousness, um, anything that you want to douse or get answers to questions. So you may ask questions of all sorts, and we teach a beginning class, and we pretty much stay to 
teaching about water because when you learn how to find water and you actually can see the water or feel the water, that translates itself over to a variety of things that you may want to douse for that you have more interest in. Hmm. Interesting. How, uh, Karen, how did you really become involved with this yourself? Well, when I was a kid, my my parents were into metaphysical interests. And so I, I grew up in a metaphysical world, a spiritual world. And my parents did many alternative things from nutrition all the way to science of mind and um, think and grow rich type stuff back in the 50s. And so I'd always had an interest. And one day I was at a friend's house and a bunch of ladies were sitting around using pendulums. And I said, how do you do that? That's really interesting. So I, they gave me a pendulum and I, they showed me how to do it. And I, it was like a natural. It just started swinging. And that was in 1978. Wow. <laughs> and I didn't learn how to douse for water for about, Maybe six, seven years later, I was just using a pendulum. I didn't know it was dowsing. I was just seeing this pendulum, which is was a at that time I had a crystal on a string, and I was just watching it move. And one direction was yes, and one direction was no. And I then learned that other directions were neutral. And um, you can program it just about give you signals for all kinds of answers that you may want. And so I was just using it for my own personal world, from nutrition and making decisions about my life. It actually showed me how to, what direction to go for when I was doing my academic training in college, the courses to take. And it kept me from going down a career path that I probably would have not enjoyed. Oh, it directed me in the right Thank direction. <laughs> Thank yeah. goodness, huh? I was raised with a a well witcher My father witched for wells But all the old guys You know, they believed in it But they didn't think of it as being metaphysical They just, you know Exactly Certain certain people were just gifted to find water Yeah, yeah. they just saw it as another skill Of course we all do it You know, my my husband's a contractor And he uses it uh, In his construction and his management of projects. And he'll be on a project sometimes, and he'll see someone with a couple of uh, coat hangers, and they'll be looking for a pipe under the street because the when they drilled down, it didn't match what the blueprint said. So they go, uh-oh, we got to go find it. So they always called the coat hangers or some kind of rod pipe finders. And, uh, and yeah, the city, I, city of Santa Clara... I, I saw them doing it one day. They were looking for water pipes. So I, I thought, wow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, we have a a man who has since passed, but he was a, a major portion of our conference for years. And he went on to uh, establish the Ozark Research Institute with his wife, Gladys. And Harold used to um, tell the story of when he was a kid his uh, grandfather showed him how to use the rods, and, and he and his cousins and friends went out in the street and looked for all kinds of things, including sewers and power lines and, you know, water pipes and 
and then they went to veins of water. And it was a way to keep these kids occupied so the adults could be adults. And when he got to be older, he remembered that. And then he found a dowser who taught him more, and then that led him on a journey of of becoming a really good dowser, and then he trans transferred that dowsing ability into the healing arts. Well, you know, well, I know wonderful is, I, what's wonderful is, is that I see this as a family event. I mean, children and grandkids and, you know, uh, this is so brilliant. <laughs> oh, we love it. You know, we um, the group that um, puts this on, we are, we call ourselves a committee, we're a team, and they started back in the early 80s. And the team is just like a family themselves. So that gets projected out into the conference. And, and yes, the committee has changed over the years. Uh, we have about four original members. And some of our members were have made um, their transition and have passed on. And we've gotten new members, but they seem to fit very well into the family. The, the same energy just keeps going, and it keeps getting better. And so we include everyone. We have a children's program, and the speakers that speak to the uh, adults and give talks also will speak to the kids. You know, I douse out to see who would be good to be with the kids. And we don't charge for the kids. In fact, the whole conference, we try to keep it as inexpensive as possible just so we can make sure we cover our costs and have enough to start up the next conference. And we use the... uh, Pardon? Oh, I was going to say, you even doused for if a speaker would be right for the conference. That's what you shared with me. Yes, we do. We we have a theme, and then we kind of... um, we use our skills to, you know, set up the what our criteria is for speakers, and we douse them. And we always have a waiting list of speakers. We have more speakers that apply than we have room for. They love to share. This is this community is so cool because they don't care about charging you for. I'm going to show you how to douse. We just do enough so that we can pay. But the speakers themselves. Um, if you grab them and say, teach me what you're doing, they'll sit there and teach you what they're doing. Or you ask them, gee, I'd really like a, uh, a clearing of some kind. And they'll just sit there and do it with you if they have the time. They're all about just sharing their knowledge. And folks that come say, God, people get me. They speak my language. Wow, when I'm in the world of muggles, they don't know who I really am, but these people know who I am. And so... It's just a whole fun weekend where kids can be kids and not have to worry about whether their peers are going to laugh at them because they actually saw a fairy. And uh, Oh, that's right. I saw I, you're going to have uh, somebody talking about fairies and angels and nature spirits and angels. Uh, so. Right. I brought my grandson to the children's program, oh, it was about four years ago, and he went on the fairy angel walk. A couple of weeks later, we're camping, and this kid, what, is uh, six years old. And uh, we had this huge tent with one of those uh, sunroofs, you know, where you can see the trees up through the roof in the tent. So we woke up in the morning, and he's 
lying on the mattress next to me, and he's we're all we're looking up together, and he says, "Look at those girls in the tree, and they're coming down to talk to me." And it was so cool that he had permission to see that and talk about it, and then tell me what you know what they were saying. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't see them, but I felt them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so so great that he could feel free enough to you know to say what he's seeing without feeling embarrassed. I mean, that's how we keep our kids open so that they know that, all, that it's all possible. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You even and now we have kids. returning kids. Like we've been doing this kids thing since 1998. And now we have them all grown up coming back to the conference as young adults experiencing the lectures. And now, did you and your husband start a group uh, working with children? We actually didn't, but we were asked a year ago to start teaching in the public schools. And so they invited us to teach um, basic dowsing to um, a middle school in San Jose for a summer camp. So we did, and the kids loved it. They just, oh, they really took to it, and they were just the right age to really understand what the rods meant and how to do them and uh, understand the energies that we were working with. What was their response? I mean, what what did you see? What was it like when they began to realize that they had this capability? What was it like for them? What did you see, Karen? Some kids were like in awe, had that odd look on their face. Other kids were so enthusiastic that they just wanted to grab them and start dowsing everywhere. You know, like we had, there was a patio and we hid things. And the <laughs> and, and kids are like competitive, you know, and it's always a boy-girl thing at that age. And so they were trying, you know, going around looking for the things we hid and uh, and seeing the boys got into how many did the boys get and how many did the girls get, you know. And uh, every time I've ever taught to kids, the girls get them first. I don't know. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, it's, I guess. Did some of those kids, did some of those kids end up coming to the conference? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I I sent them information. But I do know that they had a, a parents' night at the school, and the kids had to show their parents what they learned and, I got an email back saying that they uh, they got a bunch of coat hangers and the L rods that we left with them and gave them to their parents and showed their parents how to douse and then hid things in the patio so they could find them. What <laughs> <laughs> a fun thing! Absolutely, I and you see, this is what what's really important for us is when I was. Probably when I started the kids program, I was showing my father what I was doing. My father and I were really good buddies. And as he was watching me, he says, well, I know that. My dad had a magic stick, and he used to go up in the coal mines when he was a little boy and find the coal so he could go out and play, and he didn't have to work all day. And uh, he says, he taught it to me. We used to go be on the farm up in Washington, and we'd just go around and, you know, find things or uh, let the stick tell us what tree to take out so we could have farmland. And hmm. he just thought, as you know, like you were saying, people don't realize it's dowsing. They just have this tool that they use to access unseen uh, energies or something that they can't do with the naked eye. And 
so we and so in a sense that energy from my father was passed on to me from my grandfather and my, a couple of my cousins didn't know they were dowsing but they knew they could find water on that side of the family so it, the the gift or the skill is within everybody and we at the conference realize as we age we want to pass this on to the younger people and have them learn it so that this art and skill is not lost because it's so easy yep. for those skills with tech and facebook and you know all the all the innovations which are wonderful on one level on another level they keep keep one from being grounded in the earth and outdoors and outside and learning these yes. ancient tools yes. Yeah. Karen, not only that, but I see where you taught them to use their pendulum to communicate with their pets, that their animals. I mean, that's oh. incredible. Oh, yeah, that was really a lot of fun. And at the children's program this year, we have a couple of animal communicators. You know, they're going to – we have we have a man. Oh, how he's, fun. He's, he's been coming to our conference for, oh, 80s, you know, and he lives in Hawaii. And everybody calls, his name is William, but everybody calls him Willie the Whale. And somewhere along the line, he learned that he could communicate with whales. And he has a couple special whales that he communicates with all the time. And they give him answers to things. And so he, he does a talk on that. And then he teaches the kids how to talk to whales and dolphins. And it's just fascinating, you know, to see how the kids are just so fascinated by that. And... Now, some doubters, and I don't know if you have a class this year about it, um, can change water because sometimes water goes to, uh, where we don't really care for it to go. <laughs> so, exactly. do they have a class this year on that? Uh, we have one. It's called Let's see, Sandy Mack. Uh, she's she's teaching water, the ultimate healer. And, you know, there's quite a few dowsers that do that. I think one of the most um, well-known dowsers is Raymond Grace, but he doesn't like to leave his homestead too often, but he teaches um, how to transform water into pure, pristine water just by using dowsing. He can take he can take a mud hole and make it clear. That's Raymond. What's his last name? Raymond Grace, R-A-Y-M-O-N-G-R-A-C-E. Wow. He's he's pretty incredible, and he's taught people how to do it, and other people do it. You know, it's. Yeah. I remember when I was at the conference, and I think this was kind of like something that just kind of awestruck me, and was there were a bunch of dowsers, and they would have their tables out on. They have tables, and they would have little maps, and they were dowsing where the water was or the energies were on the maps, and you don't have to go out to a property. You know, it's all about intention, and it's all about your belief. And they would find where the water is, and on the map they would show where the dry well was. So they would use their dowser energy or their intention to move those water veins to fill the well so that they didn't have to drill for another well. You could just move the water and the property into the well. And many dowsers know how to do this, and it's, just considered matter of fact i do it and for us looking at that we could say oh you've got to be kidding you can't do that you have to have a pipe or something and drill it and make that pipe go from that aquifer over to the well but they actually do it 
and it's pretty incredible. And if you can do that with water, just think about what else you can do with dowsing. Probably electricity, because sometimes your home uh, is in a way of uh, electrical energy that's not good. Exactly. And and you can shift that so it's not in your property, or you can shift it so it doesn't run through your house. Yeah, the electromagnetic frequencies from power lines, and Mm -hmm. also... um, Frequencies that may be good for one part of the earth may not be good for people dwelling in that spot. So it's really not about bad or good. It's just about what is compatible for the people living there. So oftentimes when you have water going underneath a house, it creates a frequency which isn't healthy for the people living there or some kind of energy electrical frequency that's just naturally occurring. And dowsers will find those frequencies and be able to divert them so that it's diverted into a place that's healthy for somebody else. And they can do that remotely, too. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, can they, they, well, do it remotely, but could they do it with a map and also find what, what was needed and not have to go directly to the property and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do it all the time. Some people, you know, like knowing... And want you know because their belief is that you have to come to the property, and you know the belief of the person who owns the property is just as powerful as the person who's dowsing the property. So if you have somebody who doesn't believe that you can do it on a map, um, that interference energy may um, affect you know the outcomes of the dowser. So the dowsers like to you know be in in synchronicity with the people they're working with. I mean, the same thing happens with me. I do kinesiology for just looking at, for instance, vitamin supplements. And some people believe that you've got to have the actual supplement in the body in order for it to get an accurate reading. It's the same principle. Or I can just take the name of the supplement and put that, you know, put that on the body, and you'll get the same result if you believe it. And do they use dowsing to remove entities? From homes? Oh, sure. We've got um, we've got actually two talks. One's called "Things That Go Bump in the Night," <laughs> and the other one is "Dowsing for Ghosts." And and I know the one "Things That Go Bump in the Night." He's going to be talking about you know other energies other than our own that are in your home or near yourself so that you're you're not affected by unseen energies. And he talks a lot about them. In fact, that's what his, all of his work is really about, is using the power of intention, dowsing, and prayer to make a home clear. His name is Joey Korn. And I love having him come out because he's from Georgia. And it, it's just poetry to listen to him talk. Well, I bet you they have a lot of ghosts in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet. (laughs) All those plantation homes. (laughs) So you're going to have all kinds of fun speakers. And I just noticed that uh, they're going to have a person we interviewed, um, David Young. Oh, yeah. We had him on our show. He's a flute player. 
He's going to be at the conference. Oh, yeah. He, I don't know how he found me. He called me up, and I just happened to have a slot open. So, and yeah. I yeah, said, he, sure. And he channels George Harrison, yeah. That's incredible. Oh, really? He didn't tell me that, but he said he channels all kinds of yeah. energy, and when he plays his flute, people have these amazing healings, or yeah. they, they connect into their uh, people who have crossed over that need to have say something to them that yeah. completes things for them. Yes. Which I find fascinating. It's fascinating. And well, we have a term in our in our group because I have known so many people from, through this organization. And, you know, I call them my, my dowsing father and my dowsing mothers or mama dowser. And a lot of them have crossed over. And so now we have a term for it called sky dowsers. And... Uh, and so when somebody joins the ranks of skydowsing, you can just feel the team of them when we have these conferences or when you're dowsing sometimes, they'll just show up and be with you. They don't, want to, miss you. Out on, they don't want to miss out on the conference. Oh, no. <laughs> In fact, one year, one of our skydowsers, this was years ago, we, um, he, passed, uh, he passed away during our conference. And so we did kind of like a, a song and a chant around in a circle and – uh, and then we somebody went down to a nursery and got a tree, and we planted it in the forest. <laughs> and, you know, that tree is really big now. You know, it was a redwood tree, but, you know, it was in his honor. And I bet you anything that tree holds some of his energy, you know. Well, you want to tell people where this, uh, your conference is going to be in Santa Cruz at the University of Santa Cruz, correct? Yeah, it's going to be University of Santa Cruz. University of California at Santa Cruz, and our website has all the information you could possibly want. Um, and Wait, why don't you give it out now? And we'll, you can give it out now, and then we'll give it out at, towards the end of the show. Okay. And so we we have a lot. We also have workshops, in-depth workshops. Um, I have a gentleman coming from um, Scotland, and since we've been talking about clearing homes, he's he's going to be doing an all-day workshop on how to how to have a sacred space in your home and in your garden. Um, and then Joy Corn is going to be doing space clearing from the inside out. And then we have a gal who's local, and her name is Katriona McGregor, and. She's going to be doing something calling Discover Your Nature Secrets. And she's she's incredibly she, knowledgeable. She comes from a scientific base, physics. So and so but yet at the same time she's very very incredible with nature and takes you out to the forest to see your connection to the earth and to the trees, to all of the nature spirits. And then she's giving a talk at the conference called Discover Your Power Animal. And then Susan Collins is our keynote speaker who comes all the way from Canada. And she's going to be almost doing a talk every day. And she's an international traveler that just talks everywhere and has written several books. And Karen, you have... 
I think it's an organization. I, I don't have everything at my fingertips right now, but it's called the Ozark Research Organization. And, Ozark um, Research Institute, yes. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about that? Okay. Um, Harold McCoy and Gladys McCoy had come to the conference for years and years. and Is she coming this year? Oh, yeah, she comes every year. Okay. She's she's an amazing lady, and uh, and so she, they back in the early nineties, uh, wanted to do something regarding healing and dowsing, and of course you know the powers that be, uh, it can be a little bit of a gray area because you're interfering with maybe the medical profession, so you have to be careful about how you use dowsing, so that you're only getting a readout on the possibilities of what could, of what things are. And so um, so they went and founded this organization in Arkansas and got a grant from the National Institute of Health to look at distance healing, look at just using your thoughts to heal. And... And out of that grew workshops and traveling and going around and teaching people how to do distant healing and using your thoughts to do healing. And then they do a healing group every Tuesday evening. And you, all you have to do is just call them and put your name or your loved one's name in the hopper and they'll uh, do what they can. I uh, had a friend who was in an explosion, and he was in a coma and burnt over about 50% of his body. And they weren't sure he was going to make it. And so I just gave him, this was years ago, and I gave him his, his name and said what happened. And I got a call from his daughter a couple weeks later saying, I, the doctors are just amazed. He came out of the coma, and the wounds are healing so fast they can't explain it. So it's, it's pretty remarkable. But they're part of our conference, but we actually are um, we are a member of the American Society of Dowsers. It's, an, it's a national organization. Okay. And so Gladys is going to be one of the speakers, and uh, what is she going to be speaking about? Uh, I don't re- remember. I've got my little... She usually does talks about using affirmations for health and wellness and how your how your thoughts will affect your your overall health and how your and overall life and happiness so she t- gives you really hands-on practical ways she's very practical and how to transmute negative thought forms negative ideas into positive ideas that will be a benefit for you and others I know we had her on our show once, and she was great. Yeah, she's really great, and and she puts on a conference every year and a healing school every year. The healing school is in September, and the conference is usually in April sometime. And they work with animals too. That's you know that's pretty incredible. Oh yeah. And we have an anim- two animal communicators at this conference. Oh, who are they? Uh, Marta Williams is speaking on Saturday, The Hidden Connection Between People and Animals. And she's going to be talking about how 
when you have a have a pet, they're there because of maybe a purpose in your life, mm-hmm. or they're they're mirroring something to you because you need to learn something. And she may, and she's written about five books. She's probably the um, the grand dame of uh, animal communication. A lot of people take courses from her. And what, can, what is her name again? Marla who? Marta. Marta Williams. Oh, Marta Williams, okay. Yeah, she teaches everywhere. And then Karen Berkey, who's also on our planning committee, is an animal communicator. And she she's very good, and she is good friends with Marta. And she'll be talking about how to communicate with animals. And it's amazing because she gave a talk at our local chapter, and I was... You know, that's another one of those things. Oh, yeah, right, I can talk to animals, you know. And I went through the whole thing, and I was amazed. And I was, like, tuning into an animal that belonged to my partner, and I was getting it all right. I was astounded. (laughs) (laughs) I go, cool. (laughs) Well, this conference is going to be from July 1st through the 5th, for the people that are listening and want to go. And uh, we take walk-in. Okay, I was going to say, can you buy tickets ahead of time? Oh, yeah, if you call me or you can, I can, uh, I can sign you up early um, or you can just arrive at the times, um, check-in times, because you want to make sure you get to take advantage of all the talks. We have speakers that have one and a quarter hour talks, and we have Four time frames, so nine, ten forty-five, two, and three forty-five. And we, on Saturday, we have six speakers in each time frame, and then Sunday and Monday we have five speakers in each time frame. And so there's a lot of choices. One of the things that I happened to me many years ago is I found out that I could learn more at a Dowser conference, going to a one-hour lecture, than I could sometimes going to a full weekend of some seminar, some workshop to learn a specific skill. I mean, it's amazing what you can learn from these lectures. And then we offer the in-depth workshops after the conference, and then pre-conference we have a full-day school. We call it the Dowser training or the Dowsing school, and it's the beginning Dowsing. There's you get a set of tools with it and you listen to Gladys McCoy and Richard Tippett will be presenting and showing you how to use the tools and the background and history and how to use dowsing in the morning and then you're paired up in small groups with field master field dowsers and they take you out in the field after lunch and you learn how to actually find a vein of water and ask questions and how to do it. And it's pretty incredible because you actually get a tutor for the whole afternoon. Wow. Yeah. Okay, what is what is the website where people could go on and, and see the schedule? Because they they may just be able to go one day. They could choose a day they could go or so so they could look at all the speakers and the schedules. What's the website? Let's see. It's three W's, Dowsers, West Coast, Dot org. Okay. And on the website, there's a video. Um, it's about 10 minutes long. 
uh, of clips and films and things taken from previous conferences produced by one of our team members, and she's a professional videographer. So it's a really good video that gives you a really good overview of what we do. Uh, And there's a newsletter that we put out quarterly, and you can sign up for that because we don't share your email with anybody. And uh, so there's, it's a way of networking and getting into community. And if you're local, we've got a chapter in San Jose that meets about nine, nine times out of the year every month for nine times. And then we have a chapter in Corte Madera, and that meets about five times a year. So it's a way of connecting into community and learning things. There's speakers. And I know. I met you in the the uh, Sacramento chapter. Yeah, yeah. There's a chapter inside the Sierra Dowsers. Yeah. And let's see. We've uh, California is pretty active with Dowsers. There's a chapter in Northern California called NorCal by Redding. And then there's a chapter in Oroville. And a couple of chapters down two- south. I, was, so I think there's two chapters in Sacramento. I'm not sure because I see some of the meetings in Sacramento and then Rancho Cordova also. Oh, yeah. I think the Sierra Dowsers are in Rancho Cordova. I think they moved is what happened. Oh, okay. And then there was one up in uh, Columbia, Gold Rush Dowsers. But the man who runs that just became a Sky Dowser. So oh, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, the, if even if you have not been exposed to dowsing at all in your life, I mean, it's so much fun to go to this conference in Santa Cruz, but, and it will open your eyes to do things. Yeah, the, the talks are things that are related to people that of consciousness, metaphysics, um, spirituality, and I have people that call me and say, I've been going to this conference for years and I don't know how to douse. So I think I'm going to go to the dowsing school and learn how to douse. <laughs> it's very very interesting because people are just drawn to the subjects. And if you can't attend the school, every day at lunch we have a class being taught called catch-up dowsing. And you can just go and learn how to douse for just like a half hour, but they'll show you how to, how to douse. Oh, how wonderful. So there's something for everyone. We keep you so busy that, you know, it's it's incredible. Um, we have, that's why some, somebody ordained it as um, summer camp for people of metaphysics and dowsing because it's outdoors, it's in the trees, it's really beautiful, it's summer, and you, you're learning something all the while you're in in nature or have exposure to nature. And we offer fun things besides just, the lectures we have a plaza with the vendors the speakers become our vendors and you can go down and talk you don't have to buy anything or you can find somebody who will teach you more on on the side um you'll meet people um and then at night we have keynote and thing called fun night which is where everybody that wants to can uh entertain kind of like when our kids did summer camp and Exactly. To put on a show, you have so. camp, a campfire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then afterwards, every night we have social time, and we give opportunities for people to socialize and network. 
Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, if you come from out of town, Santa Cruz is such a fun place to stay. So um, make a vacation of it. And I would say uh, make hotel reservations now because you might not be able to get in. The sooner the <laughs> the better. Absolutely. Hotel well, we have a few we have a few apartments left in student housing. We we try oh, to provide okay. as much housing as we can for the attendees that come from out of town. That's great. Oh, so that's available. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's available. Well, this is awesome because, uh, for instance, if people want to know where it's best for them to live or if they're, if they're planning to move, they might be able to check it out on a map to find out what would be the best place for them to move to. That's correct. Absolutely. We have a dowser that's going to be speaking. I'm not sure if he's going to be talking about that, but he did do that. He was a chiropractor in Monterey, and he doused where he should move to, and it was Carson City. So he moved to Carson City, and he's been really thrilled with the decision he made. Hmm. What's his name? Uh, Charles Gagarin. Very good. He's speaking on Saturday. Wow. We have someone who, who's a numerologist, and she's going to be talking about the current numerology trends on Monday morning. And then there's Linda. Um, she does the landscaping. I'm trying to think her last name. Um, Graves? Linda, Linda Graves? Linda, used yeah. to be Graves, but... Um, she changed it to Linda Lenore. She just dropped the graves. And she's going, transforming lives to landscape. She's really a feng shui practitioner, so I'm sure there's going to be some feng shui in that talk. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. She's I've known her for years. Yeah, yeah, very, very professional. She's she's helped me with a number of things when it came to feng shui-related points of view. Hooray! I know there's something for everybody at this conference, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. We have someone who's doing fingerprint analysis for your life life purpose. It doesn't matter how old you are. She can look at your hand and she can tell you things about yourself and directions you should go and how how to heal roadblocks in those directions. Is she local, or did she come in from... Oh, she's local. She actually is from Mountain View. Who is that? What's her name? Uh, Tina Bergen, B-U-R-G-A-N. Tina, T-H-I-N-A? T-I-N-A, right. Oh, Tina. Tina, yeah. Tina Bergen. Okay. Maybe a lot of people would like to know that. Wow. So, you know what? Why don't you... Take a spot of time here before we we do a close and there, and share a story that has happened to you about this wonderful uh, awesome abilities that really bring power to people and and maybe things that you hadn't anticipated in going through this, maybe some events that were just knock your socks off and would you share a couple of stories with us that happened to you? Oh, wow. <laughs> I would say it's a continuum. 
ever since I got involved with dowsing in this conference, it's it's like my whole life just changed. I uh, bring up a couple events and maybe. Well, on a very concrete event, one time I came home from the conference and uh, I had the back of my car filled with all the leftovers from our social time, which we call hospitality. I was too tired, so I just went in and unpacked my car but left the stuff in the trunk. And next morning I got up because I was going to work and no car. (laughs) I thought I was so tired I parked it in the wrong place and then realized it had gotten stolen. I panicked. <laughs> my baby, my my precious little car. So um, my daughter came over to the house, and she got in her car, and she said, okay, Mom, sit in the car. She knows how to douse. I'll drive you douse. So that's what we did, and after about 10 minutes, we found the car. Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. She says, God, Mom, that was simple. <laughs> and was it, Had somebody stolen it and just left it off? Yeah, they just stole it and parked it. It was obvious that some kids had probably taken it because it the trunk was open, and they had, when they saw that there was snacks and wine in the back <laughs> of the car, they, they they probably took it intending to come back to the car but didn't. So we were, I was quite fortunate and lucky. I mean, a lot of dowsers would teach you how to pray. So, you know, you always do a prayer before you, you start dowsing, and everybody will have their own kind of prayer that they do. And we have standard prayers we give them, and then you just make it your own. And do you, do you, you yourself use maps for any type of work? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Um, for my own personal work, I use maps. But, you know, if you if you want to think of your body and going to an anatomy book, that's a map. And um, you oh. can, you can douse the body. Well, that's a good idea. If you if there's something going on and you're not sure, you could douse the body and find out where it's at, huh? Exactly. So if you're feeling kind of crummy and you're not quite sure what supplement to take or what's going on, you may think it's your stomach because you're feeling bad or a headache, um, and then you'll find out it has nothing to do with your stomach or your head. That's just where the symptom is. And... Uh, you may find out it's just a simple thing like water, you know, drink water. And those are useful tools to know, you know, little that you can just be at. I mean, I, I get lost, for instance, and I've taught myself how to douse without a tool. It's called deviceless dowsing. Um, I wrote an, uh, and, I, and if I get lost, I'll go, okay, which exit is it? And my fingers will tell me which where to go. Or I'm wrote an article uh, for our newsletter last February about grocery dowsing, how to douse oh, I do your that. food. Yeah. yeah, I do and, that. And you just go in. You know, we discovered that, you know, this was several years ago, that most of the olive oil they sell isn't, isn't worth anything. And then there was that thing on 60 Minutes that confirmed our dowsing was correct. And so we just go and douse out the olive oils that we know are good. So, and, and you can do that. Even organic food. It's like they're selling you organic food, and sometimes it's not. Well, I do it for melons. I go to, to see if a melon's ripe or not, or if it's a good melon. Because you can't really tell a lot of times from the outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, summertime is really good for dousing your your foods. About you know even the sugar content if you're making jams. And um, well, sometimes sometimes we think food is good for us, and maybe actually it's not. It might be good for somebody else, but maybe not you. So that would be a good way to douse. Is this particular food good for me? Exactly. And, you know, the way it works is, is again, it's resonance. For water dowsers, we're water. There's a resonance frequency with the water in our body, with the water in the earth. And it's the same thing with foods. We have a resonance for um, the energies of food. So when you're dowsing, it's matching that resonance those frequencies. So the frequency of your body is going to be different than somebody else's. And and for that day, you're going to need certain things that someone else may not need. And it may be different from day to day or month to month. And some people, that's all they do. Susan Collins, our keynote speaker, she was crippled by rheumatoid arthritis. And she, somebody taught her how to douse. And she just started playing with it. And one day she didn't have rheumatoid arthritis anymore. And she did it all by herself. And by the foods and the vitamins? Yeah, the foods, the vitamins, and clearing the frequency energies, like knowing that oftentimes, you know, her home was had detrimental energies that were affecting her. And just by clearing out those energies, it ha- it made her health better. Um, so that she could absorb the foods and get the right frequencies from the foods. Hmm. Yeah, because there sometimes so you, you're not absorbing it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It'll be different yeah. for everybody. I mean, have you ever seen so- you walk on a property um, or eyeball a property from far away and you'll see a whole bunch of trees that are struggling and other trees that are flourishing or plants yeah. that are struggling? A lot of that yep. is just the frequencies, you know. It has nothing to do with water, but sometimes it does. One place there's an aquifer, another place there isn't, but oftentimes it's it's frequencies that are causing those plants to um, to not thrive as well. And it's the same or thing lean with a house. Certain, or lean a certain way, because I've noticed on my property the trees all lean one way, but that's way, that's how the water is coming through. Right. Down here, it's the wind, you know, where we are in, um, near Watsonville. And it, the winds will come and the trees will grow in a certain direction. Well, let's make, let's make sure that everybody knows where the conference is and what dates it is and where they can look on the, on, on the website so that they get all this information. Because I'm sure after listening to this, there will be some people that want to find out how to go. So. Adam, July 1st through the 5th? July 1st through the 5th. The 1st and the 5th are specialized classes. And the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th is the uh, conference itself. And um, with all the lectures and fun things to do. I mean, we have labyrinths there. And we've got about... Yeah, we have two labyrinths that are going to be stationary, and then we have a woman who has a mobile labyrinth. Very colorful. It's really pretty. And um, and she has you do a labyrinth walk, and then she kind of channels information and tells you what spirit has told you as you walk through the labyrinth. And 
I, you know what I want to ask? I, I see here you've talked about children's mystery school. Do you um, you want to talk a little bit about that just a second or two? Sure, we'd love to have kids. Let me tell you, I love kids, and you know we we love to have kids come and be part of this. And the way it works is if you attend yourself, you can bring your your own child or your child and a friend or um, if you're a grandparent, you can bring your grandkids. And pretty much they go to the lectures the way the adults go to lectures. So you drop your kids off, and we have teachers there, and we have one woman who is overseeing the program the entire time. And then at lunchtime you collect your your little one, and you get to talk about what they learned and you learned at, over lunch. We have the College A cafeteria. And uh, and then you bring them back in the afternoon events. So we do it Friday and Saturday. And they get to learn about how to douse. We're having a gal who actually learned how to douse when she was probably about two or three. And she's been coming to the conference with her mother ever since, and her mother's a speaker. And uh, so she's going to teach the kids in the morning. And then... Um, Willie the whale is going to talk about whales, and we're going to have an animal communicator. And another woman who's going to teach is going to do one on auras and spoon bending and other magical feats. We have Richard Feather Anderson is going to be doing uh, sacred geometry, and the kids love that one. He's rather scholarly and academic, but the information is so much fun and. So we try to give them an experience of not only dowsing but things that are related to dowsing and make them feel like they're welcome and we want them there. Oh, and get the juices going. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, awakening the dowsing spirit in each individual. I mean, and this is oh, so much fun. Well, this is what you're saying. Yes, get onto their uh, website, www.dowsers.com. Westcoast.org, and not only it will talk about the conference. There's articles and newsletters on it. Correct. Correct. So that's and then I want to website. say something that I mean, I guess I'm kind of it's near and dear to my heart. But uh, the woman who runs the children's program at the conference about ten years ago, she applied for um, graduate school. It was a for a PhD on a whim, and she got accepted. And so she went on a, a search and a journey, and after several years of trying on different um, theses, you know, for her Ph.D., she ended up doing a Ph.D. in dowsing, and uh-huh. she just got she just got hooded for her Ph.D. So she's the actual Ph.D. is in transformational learning and change, but the thesis itself is on. Uh, what is it, the master dowser? You know, what is it that makes a master dowser? And so here we now have dowsing in the academic literature. Pretty awesome that it's becoming more mainstream. Do you want to give out your phone number in case somebody wants to call you for more information? Absolutely. Uh, I'll give you 415 823 Four eight, and that's the cell phone. And the landline, if you can't get through on that one, is 
831-722-5307. Those, both those numbers are the best to call. And we'd be glad to talk to you. Yeah, somebody might want to um, contact you about that, the uh, student housing that you have available. So Right. We only have a few rooms left, but we do have it. Also, um, you know, it's a variety of eclectic groups, so you're going to meet lots of wonderful people there and make connections and friends for life. We're talking with Karen Ashley, and um, wow, just such a beautiful upcoming event. I mean, what is that, four days, the first to the fifth? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, there is nothing left unturned. <laughs> nothing. I, you can ask anything you want and just allow your consciousness to expand. And I, I just, you know what? You probably will be so tickled you won't be able to sit down for the next month after you attend. I can just imagine. You know, oh, feel like I'm- a child going to summer camp. <laughs> Exactly. One of our people that comes, he used to be, he was a speaker. He called it the um the Olympics of metaphysics. <laughs> and um when I started going, I always, you know, I worked I worked a job, you know, and then I also worked for myself in healing arts. And you go to the conference, it was always such a joy to go and know you were going to get your tanks filled with acceptance and love and hugs. And so when you left, you were in that dowsing glow. So when I'd go back to work, they'd say, well, I want some of that. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Well, we're out of time. So uh, we hope that we uh, enlightened some people that didn't know anything about dowsing and the other people that do know about dowsing that want to go to the conference. Mm -hmm. So, Karen, thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome, and we do this every other year on the even years. Okay. Well, thank you for stimulating our our uh, new ways of looking at life. This is just tremendous. Um, uh, and so we'll see you there. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay. I'd love to see you. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Karen. Bye-bye. <laughs> 